Forks, Washington might have vampires and werewolves, but did you know Seattle, Washington has some spooky ghosts? Welcome to Cryptic Soup. Let's get ready to hear some spooky ghost stories. And I'm Kylie. And we have a surprise for you. Happy Halloween month. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Jimmy. Um, so our thing tonight is we decided for this episode to have a guest. And you guys liked last time we had Jimmy, so we brought Jimmy back. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You like me right now. You like me. Um, so last time we did an episode that was Jimmy themed because Jimmy knew Michael. Um, Michael Alec available in the archives. So R.I.P. <laughs> yes, R.I.P. Yes. <laughs> um, so we decided to do another like Jimmy theme to have Jimmy on. So, Jimmy, you're, are you from Seattle? What's you your didn't deal? have to base the whole episode around me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my you gosh. <laughs> no, I've lived in Seattle twice. Once when I was, like, three. So, I don't really remember that one too much. But once again, when I was 20, um, my grandpa, my mom's dad, uh, lived there most of his life. And when he died, uh, we went there to wrap everything up and then we stayed there for I think like six months and then we sold that house and I wanted to stay longer. I'm so jealous. What is your favorite thing about Seattle or I mean about Washington in general? Sorry. The vibes hmm. and the you can say one thing because I can't. I can't. The scenery just like exactly. the trees, the mountains, yeah. the vibes. I'm the only one in the group that hasn't been there. Everything about it is amazing and you must go. I want to go because I want to go to the tall thing. <laughs> Mount Rainier or the Space Needle. Yeah, there's a couple of space different needle. tall things there. So I want to go to the Space Needle. I want to eat inside it. I want to go to Leica Studios where they created Coraline. And I want to go to Forks, Washington. Who doesn't? Renee and Charlie are divorced. And though I am a being forced, I know my life must change its course. Yeah, I've been there twice. So it was quite the well, uh, Twilight. Screw you. It was quite the Twilight uh, fan. Me and my mother. So, oh, oh, were you Team Jacob or Team Edward? Uh, Jacob always. Hmm, okay. I okay. For all you listeners, for the listeners, this is not our first time recording this episode. So we full had, transparency. We had a little like technical difficulties. Uh, no, I, what is that word? Um. Um, I think it begins with an F, not a floozy, Failure. not a fiasco. No. A fuck up. <laughs> uh, a, a snafu. Snafu! <laughs> I was going to say that a minute ago, but I thought for that sure that was... starts with an Because we said that last time and you were like, what is that? No, I know what a snafu is. Oh, maybe it was, we said something else and then we just started saying a bunch of random words like kerfuffle. A tiffy. A tiffy. Kerfuffle. I've never heard of tiffy. Yes, I heard you of have. Or ti- it was a tizzy. It was a, a tizzy. tizzy. Oh, I've never heard of that either. I don't a we, talked, we talked about it in the Michael Alec episode. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I knew what a hootie who was, and you didn't know what a hootie who was. Still don't know what that. Yes, you do. What is it? I don't remember. When you're signaling to someone that the cops are showing up to something that's illegal. Oh, like a hootie who. Yes. You gotta say it like Missy Elliott. Well, yes, or like the neighbors. Hootie who. Said I was a gangster, but I will do ya. So hallelujah, hallelujah. One for the players at the crib drinking drinks, and two was for the sound hootie who that I made. Hootie who? From the movie. Okay, all right. Back to Twilight. All right. So we had a snafu the first time. So to make tonight a little bit more interessante, as the French would say, I decided to pull you guys out something funny. And something not funny. Aww. The funny thing is Twilight themed. The not funny is true crime themed. Which would you guys like first? Mm. Let's do the true crime one first. Okay. Oh, hi there. We've had a little bit of fun recently together, haven't we? Well, now I'd like to take it a bit more seriously with you guys. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so fucking wild. I wish you didn't pick this. All right. Take it a bit more seriously with you guys. I, it's a lot of information. I'm going to do it fast. Okay. I'm using my sources as ABC News, the New York Post, and the actual website of the funeral home. Okay. So now you know where I got this from. Let's move forward. There was a place called the Return to Nature Funeral Home. It's located in a small town of like only 3,000-ish people of Penrose in Colorado. That's like a hundred-ish miles south of Denver. Okay. Okay. They had reports from a neighbor that there was a strong odor that was happening at this funeral home, right? And what ended up happening was they looked up the records and stuff. It's been unregistered for 10 months. Okay. In November of 2022, it lost its registry. Okay. It was originally a funeral home that was said to be a green funeral home. Now, in case you don't know what a green funeral home is, it's like a natural version of your burial. A green burial generally means that the body isn't cremated or embalmed. They only use biodegradable caskets or like shrouds and like urns and stuff. Also, the body isn't allowed to be like put in any sort of like a concrete vault or anything. It's supposed to be able to decompose, be natural, right? Green, obviously. You see what the where this is going, right? Yes. So they have this report of the strong odor and they come out there and they start searching the building and they find 115 bodies. We're learning more about what investigators say was a horrific scene at a Colorado funeral home. Investigators found 115 decaying bodies at the Return to Nature funeral home in the small town of Penrose, Colorado. Excuse me? Yeah, they were all improperly stored within the funeral home. And the funeral home is over 2,500 square feet, and they're now having to search every fucking part of it. That is so much smell. Yes. The (laughs) owner tried concealing the improper storage, supposedly, because he claimed he was doing animal taxidermy at the facility. But remember, it's been, like, not unoccupied, but unregistered. This sounds like a Jeffrey Dahmer excuse. (laughs) I had a bunch of exotic fish that died. (laughs) It really does. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought of, too. Now, this whole thing was made public... Mm, I think by the time you guys have heard heard this episode, it'll be two weeks, but this was a week ago at this point, okay? 
No one's been arrested or charged or anything for this case yet. And the Fremont County Coroner Randy Keller, he said that this is now listed as a local disaster emergency. And it's officially declared that due to the circumstances surrounding the investigation. He said it's going to be a very, very lengthy process to like start disputing everything that's happening and even just something like getting all the records of these 115 people because they're starting to like decay and stuff, right? Like this is, yeah, they're in different stages of decomposition is another thing. Right. Now with that happening, they said to start identifying all these bodies, they're going to have to use a mixture of fingerprints, dental Dental and DNA. Mm -hmm. They said their first priority is to notify the families of the people. So that's why like no arrests or anything has been made like legally because they're like worried about like, just like the the nature of what's happening, right? The sheriff said that there's been no arrest so far, like I said, because he's focusing the investigation on the deceased and their families because the uh, one of the officers, Officer Cooper, said that the investigators have been in contact with the owners of the funeral home and they're being cooperative so far. So, like, because of that, they're not deeming that as, like, a problem. And that's why they're focusing on the more important part. The FBI has been there helping this whole time. And they've been dispatched as field response teams and they now have to like wear these hazmat suits and everything because one of the authorities that went inside ended up getting a severe rash once he went into the funeral home. From that the death like fumes. Mm-hmm. Talk about. Oh, no. Sounds like house mm-hmm. what? I don't want to know. House without the corpses. But also, no. Okay, oh, but I thought this was what you said. Wait, so, so this, oh. this is a legit business because I've seen these on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So they just never buried these people or... So that's kind of what they're thinking. Yeah. Like he just like had not foul play. Right. Right. Well, I mean, they haven't said anything yes or no to that. But seeing as how they haven't like said anything about it, I'm thinking not. I think it's more just like he was keeping them. They probably had to roll really, it out. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what this goal is. Yeah, Maybe he like ran out of the supplies to keep doing them, but kept wanting the money and was like, I'll figure out something. 115 people in a 3,000 person town. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. That's a lot if you really think about it. Everyone wants to be green, though. So, I mean, I get it, I guess. That's just wild to me that you would even 115. Where would you put 100, 150? Oh, my God. When I die, just throw me in the trash. <laughs> well, and I was reading up on all the different types of burials and like types of funerals and everything you can have, whether you can do it in your house, whether you can have a green, whether you can like burn yourself. Well, not yourself, like your family doing and stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to burn self-immolation. Yeah. I was just and I was reading about like all these different things and stuff. And like, it's wild because a green burial is kind of expensive and stuff when you start to like get down to the nitty gritty of it and stuff like that. But the thing is, if these, if this guy would have just like been like, Hey, I can't do this. Take him to the normal funeral home. These people would have, I'm sure. Like if that's truly the biggest problem was you couldn't have done it. And these people like, weren't able to, but they wanted to still see their, it's your loved one. So you want to see your, I don't want to take aunt Patty to a normal funeral home. She needs to be buried under a peach tree. (laughs) (laughs) Choke myself. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the wild one. Okay. Do you want to do the fun one next? Yeah, absolutely. I decided to write down 10 wild behind the scene facts of twilight. (laughs) Since we're talking Washington. Okay. Some of these you guys might know. 
Some you might not. There were so many fun well, ones. Also, we need to preface that all of us are Twilight fans. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, everyone in the world is. I'm like a former willing. Twilight fan that sees it for comedy now. Well, that's what we all are. Okay. Kind of. I feel like I used to no. be like legit. Like, this oh. is not funny. This is this is real. This. What's going on? Some guy handcuffed himself to a pipe in my office because we wouldn't put a copy of Twilight in the time capsule. Damn it again. I feel like there are some moments that are definitely like quirky and make it very. Well, like watching them back. I hadn't seen them since they really like came out. Yeah. But watching them back, like I think I watched all of them again like a year ago. And I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? This shit is so stupid. You don't watch them once a year? (laughs) No. Oh, I do. I watch them at least once a year. Yeah, I think I do too. There's like a few I don't realize I do it, but yeah. I feel like I do all the stereotypical uh, shows like once. Well, not shows or movies like I redo Divergent once a year. Mm-hmm. I redo that. I'm as cringy as I'll redo Fifty Shades once a year. Also, I, I, I did watch all of those again a few months ago and I made Brock and Tessa watch them for the first time. I finished <laughs> I Fifty Shades last night, actually. All really? again. That was the one I worked on. But I'm also currently watching Twilight. It had nothing to do with this episode. I started before we started this episode. And I have this one thing about me. Okay. You guys want to know it before I do my Twilight Facts? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm obsessed beyond all reason with the Maze Runner. But hold on. I love the Maze Runner. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I love Dylan O'Brien. That's why. I only watched it for the first time like two years ago. Okay. That's the first thing. And I've never read any of the books. Okay. I've watched the first movie at least 50 plus times. I have it memorized down to the word. I own the box set. I have never seen another another one. I've never seen one. that series. Never seen Divergent. These are all Brock Fina. movies. <laughs> the Wait, first you've never seen Divergent. No, uh, but that's one of the books. That no, I but there's a read. Guy, there's a there's an actor in it though that's hot AF. Theo James. Mm. Theo, yeah. yeah. Mm. Which, by the way, as I was watching Fifty Shades, this is the first time I've really, really realized it. I was watching it, and especially in the first movie. The guy that plays Christian Grey, his accent, his American accent is so bad. Random words. He'll just straight up say Irish. He does not even conceal the fact that he is an Irish man. I was obsessed with those movies, too. Now I need to watch. But also they're like I've always said they're like high budget lifetime movies. Yeah. Nothing really happens in them. Yeah. Yeah. But stuff happens. And it's just not believable. I saw Fifty Shades before I saw before I started watching. No. I saw Once Upon a Time before I started watching Fifty Shades. And during Once Upon a Time, I just like bawled my eyes out. I absolutely love him. <laughs> Jamie Darnan. Okay, That's so amazing. my my Twilight facts. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I am so ready. I'm ready. Number one. Learn to me. Robert Pattinson almost lost his role as Edward Cullen after the first movie because the director said he was a little too emo for the role. Really? He said that he was trying to take on a more serious role and he kind of just went too serious. They were like, dude, you got to chill. I love flash forward. I love trivia facts like that, but I always like to have it accompanied with these are who was in the running for that role. So you can imagine it. I I, you probably don't have those prepared. I'm so sorry for putting you on the spot. Okay, never mind. You want to know? Well, okay. actually, I don't know who was in the running, but do you want to know who Stephanie Meyer specifically wanted to be? Danny DeVito. No. (laughs) Not at all. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Hold on tight, spider monkey. <laughs> oh my goodness. Four foot tall running through the woods. Uh, no, but who? 
Henry Cavill, but he was too old for the role, she said. Oh, uh, yeah. I could see Henry Cavill. I could though, definitely see Because that. he was 26, I think, at the time. And the he character was supposed to be 17 or... Like high school, yeah. So, yeah, yeah so she could not... Um, but I can't remember who was almost cast as it. I feel like I might be making this up because he might be from something else vampire but what's that guy? Ian Summerholder or whatever? Oh my god. <sighs> Is yes. he already a vampire in something else? Yeah, she, Vampire Diaries. Oh, okay. Never mind. He was also in Twilight, but he wasn't. Uh, nope, not Twilight, Smallville. <laughs> Sorry. But he, he also has his own show and I don't remember. I didn't watch it. I just, I'm obsessed with Vampire Diaries. Um, did you know that the the other dude which is also vampire oh paul. wait no this has nothing to do with that his name is paul okay well that's not the the coach in yellow jackets which you will not watch for some reason she started it she said it was really bad she's a fucking liar <laughs> it's the best show i've ever seen um the coach in it is was in vampire diaries i guess he was playing he played like a gay vampire and he's gay in this he so i think looked, he's gay he looked familiar when i saw yellow jackets um, next, mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart actually was partially blind during every single movie because the contact lenses she was supposed to wear, she could not see out of. And she had to wear them for every movie because Bella had Felt brown that. eyes and she had green. When I used to wear like colored oh. contacts like that, they really obscure the vision. Yeah. I hate them. That's interesting. Next, Taylor Lautner almost lost his role until they told him he had to put on 26 pounds of, of muscle, muscle to keep his role. <laughs> and so he did. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> and then he completely lost it all. Um, next, the other choices for Bella were Jennifer Lawrence or Lily Collins. Oh, those would have been good. Hmm. Jennifer Lawrence is too good for that series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one's the most common one. Kristen Stewart wore a wig the entire time through the movie Twilight uh, or through the entire movie Eclipse. Yes. Because she, she had short filming, hair, right? Yeah, she was filming, I think, The Runaways at the same time. And so she had to, like, chop her hair off for one or the other. And I think she picked that one because that would have been a more inconvenient And trust and believe me, a gay. I noticed Also obsessed with drag race and drag in general. I clock the wigs in 0.5. <laughs> I always clock wigs and extensions so fast because of that emo natural. I'm like, oh, shit. There's so many that signs. Got, got, got tracks that you can't even see. When the part's like hovering an inch away from the head. Every time. Or like, I did not notice. Or the lace <laughs> or the mesh. Of course not, guys. Sorry. Um, next one, the wedding dress in the movie that Bella wears was $35,000. Of course it was. Jesus. And it was so basic. But the prom dress she wore for the movie, right? $20. They found it at a thrift store. I could see that mm-hmm. for sure. Charlotte but Rose. Really? Like what? What? Like why? It was probably some like expensive Italian designer. Yeah. Stephanie Meyer was in one of the movies. She was actually a guest at Bella and Edward's wedding. She's one of the people that's sitting there clapping. The, the, the I think I knew over. that. I think I saw her. Um, next, the original name for the first book was just called Forks. Oh, there's the Forks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That one I did not know. Oh, nope. my God. Nope. Terrible. I did not know that one. <laughs> and lastly, the foreign titles for the books are super wild. I'm going to give you three examples. In Swedish, the book, these are all the Twilight itself, like the first book. In Swedish, it's called If I Could Dream. In Norwegian, it's called The Kiss of Eternity. And in French, it's called The Fascination. The mm. Fascination. All of them make sense. Yeah. The, the Fast sense. and the Vampurious. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I have this idea for a movie that I'm never going to create. Um, <clears throat> but I really want someone to make like a comedy about vampires. And I want it to be called. Well, fuck. I've you've had seen, this. You've, you've said this before, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I what haven't heard it? it. Oh, my gosh. What is it? We're going to be crowdfunding now. Drink responsibly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh. I want it to be called drink responsibly. Well, someone's going to steal it now. I've been saying it for forever. I've yeah. literally Facebook oh, status it. IMDB is actually is in pre-production. <laughs> right. <laughs> Knew it all along. Little did you know. So, yeah, that's my stuff. Do you guys want to start the episode? <laughs> I mean, I suppose. I, I feel like we could talk about Twilight for a very long time. For also, forever. I'm uh, team advert. <clears throat> My thirst for humans, I have tried to quell, but I cannot resist that new girl's smell. No, I mustn't, for I would burn in hell. I don't want to sleep with a marble. I really don't. <laughs> I'm team Bella. I think she should just be single and not be with either of them. And I think they should be together first off part one, uh, Edward and, you know. I think Jacob. Edward and Jacob, yeah, they'll yeah, balance each other's cold and heatness out. And I think overall they would actually get along if they could just like, you know, be in a room together for longer than 20 minutes without Bella in it. I think they have a lot of like sexual tension that they have. Yeah, very bro in general. And I think that she should maybe run away with like if she's going to run away with someone. Actually, you know what? I don't give two fucks about Bella and all them. You know who I care about? You know who I want to ha- see have a happy ending? Who? Fucking Charlie. Oh, absolutely. I love Charlie. Yes. <laughs> I just want to show Bella how to shake a ketchup bottle. That's all. <laughs> that too. Um, okay. So. Now I'd like to take it a bit more seriously with you guys. The reason that we're talking so much Washington is because obviously our episode tonight is Washington and we do talk about like other Twilight moments in it. So I just thought it'd be funny to like spice up the episode. Well, you thought wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, All of the twi- the non-Twilight fans are like, get on get with it. On it. <laughs> They've literally been skipping. They're like, it's 27 minutes. <laughs> right. The whole episode's only 29 minutes long. Sorry. <laughs> we are going to talk about Pike Place tonight, which Pike Place is a market area in Seattle. It's actually called the Pike Place Market. It's in uh, Seattle, and it's said to potentially be the most haunted place in Seattle, if not all of Washington. It is also said to be one of the oldest, uh, like, and the largest public markets in the entire United States. So it's pretty cool. I must go. I, I want to go so bad. I was looking at the pictures nonstop. Just couldn't couldn't stop, obviously, you know, once you like fixate on it. But now after this episode, I feel like every like when I do go there, because I will go there. But when I go there and I like turn the corner or something, I'd be like, where's the ghost? <laughs> I, I know you're here. <laughs> I know you're here. I know it. I know you exist and I'm scared. <laughs> you're just going to be walking around being like, Arthur, is that you? Arthur. Arthur. Because that's one of the guys. Remember Arthur Goodwin? You're going to be like, Arthur. No, I don't know. I don't remember the story at all. I don't remember. We didn't record any of this. Oh, yeah. I purged it from my mind. No, literally, we didn't record anything. (laughs) No, literally, we didn't. I see what you did there. The mics didn't pick up our recording. That was the joke. (laughs) Now you're in on it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You had to be there. (laughs) I-Y-K-Y-K. If you know, you know. (laughs) 
I'm so happy, Kylie. Oh my God. I heard Delulu the other day and I just about died. I told you it's so wild when someone in the wild says Delulu. <laughs> what is that? It means See? you're delusional. It means you're delusional. Oh. And it's like an internet thing. You're so delulu. And my 52 year old coworker decided to say Delulu one day and she probably thinks she's he. He, he probably he. thinks he's the coolest thing. Oh yeah. I've had to teach him how to use TikTok and everything. And then the other day he just whips out a Delulu. <laughs> He, he was like, you know, when we were in that meeting and he was just droning on and blah, blah, blah. I just felt so Delulu and I like stopped everything I was doing. I was like, the fuck did you just say to me, sir? <sighs> You're deluge. You're... That, oh, like deluge. That makes sense. Delulu but Delulu? Cute-thu. Delulu, cute-thu. Cute-thu. Sounds like Cthulhu to me. Yeah, a little bit. So according to the market website for Pike Place, going back, going back to the Pike Place, guys. Now I'd like to take it a bit more seriously with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that the Pike Place market has been a defining Seattle icon for more than a century. Considered by many the soul of Seattle, the marketplace spans nine historic acres in the center of downtown where everyday locals and tourists alike can shop, visit, eat, and discover. Most people who are really big into coffee will recognize the name of Pike Place Market because you will attribute it to your favorite coffee chain. Because Pike Place is the normal everyday coffee that is served at Starbucks. And it's most commonly, if you don't specify which coffee you want, it's the one you're going to get because they on average only brew blonde, dark, and medium roast throughout the whole day if you're in a big city. Otherwise, they only do it during peak hours of the morning, usually like 7 to 9-ish. It's considered peak, and otherwise, they only usually brew Pike Place all day long. And if you want something else, you just have to request it as a pour over. With that being said, <laughs> have I ever worked at Starbucks? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. With that being said, Kylie, mm-hmm. what year did the first Starbucks get founded in Pike Place? There's a 19 and a 7 in it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Is it 19? Wait. 19. 71. Okay. I was going to say 73. So who was it founded by? Three men. Mm, don't remember. Jerry Baldwin, Gordon Bowler, and Ziva Seal. What if plot twist it was like Jason Starbuck, Johnny Bigby, <laughs> Starbuck, <laughs> and Stephen Duncan? That'd yeah, be really that'd, funny, be, that would be really weird. They all split ways and opened their own chains. I asked Kylie these questions last time just to see now if she remembers them this time. She does not. And it goes to she show you not. that it doesn't. It's doesn't in stick. one year, not the other. Yep. Nothing. Dates, years, no. I was literally talking about this today. Um, I, I interviewed today for a promotion, so I'm glad that's over. But um, it's in the bag. <laughs> we were talking. Oh, we were talking about um, this podcast. And someone asked me, I was like, well, what do you, what do you talk about? I was like, well, it's a true crime podcast. And she got all excited and I was like, but I don't know nothing about, about true crime, nothing. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, that's our whole gimmick. And then later I was talking to some other people about it. And, um, I'm trying to think of where I was going. So I just lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, I was like, I've literally talked about this in the podcast where I'm like, when we become rich and famous for the podcast and we like have meet and greets and things and people are like, yeah, you remember that one time you said that one thing? And I'm like, no, 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 I don't. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm over here an encyclopedia of knowledge. 
Yeah, like, oh yeah, it's it's at uh, minute 12, uh, second 13, and uh, it's episode five. My favorite podcast is the Viral Podcast, and they, they do... Um, they just started doing this. Well, they do like a trivia portion mm-hmm. and they spin this wheel. And uh, the, one of the newer questions is questions we've already asked each other. And oh, they God. ask it again and they nobody ever knows the answer yeah, ever, the would, second time. I, I would I would fail. Or completely. people call in and they quote stuff that they talked about on the episode and they don't remember. So, yeah. well, it's funny because like when you're in when you're in the moment, it's not like adrenaline, but it's just like. <laughs> It's improv. I mean, honestly, like when you're in the moment, you don't remember what you what you said. I think it's a lot like, I mean, even conversations with your friends, you're not going to remember every little thing. Yeah. I uh, saw this meme thing. It wasn't a meme. It was a tweet, but someone turned it into a meme. And uh, I was like, wow, if this didn't hit the nail on the head as me. And I like post it on the Instagram and quite a few people replied and was like, is this one Thena? I know Thena posted this one. This is Thena. Because it said... <laughs> Sometimes people ask me how I know all the random shit I know, varying from different levels of politeness and belief in the vera- the vicinity of what they are saying. But all I got to say is I have ADHD, an internet connection, really good research skills, and zero self-regulatory mechanisms. That's how. That's, yes. ex- that's exactly you. Literally. The holes I've fallen on the internet of things I've learned, you guys, <laughs> I know some weird shit. <laughs> No, that is me too. Like I will go on what I call like my Wikipedia rabbit holes and I'll just like, I'll start with like Wikipedia. Yeah. Really? I'll start with like a a movie that just came out and then I'll click links or things in it and then I'll end up like JFK assassination. Can we talk about how you still use AOL, please? (laughs) No, don't want to talk about it. I do. What? My email. I would love to talk about it. I would love to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I have, I've had the same email address since I was like 14 and I, I just same. like the way AOL mail is set up and I don't like the way the others look. Exactly. Even though they keep changing it here and there and I'm like, Ugh. I, I have an AOL email address and whenever I give it out in public, people ask me if it's fake. Nope. Well, that's one. do you want to, can you say yours out loud or do you give it out or no? It's my first and last name. Okay, mine's cringy. It's like back when everyone had like X's at the beginning and the <laughs> end of theirs. And it's like XX Jimmy Rizzo, XX AOL. Yeah, no, um, I've always used essentially just like my name because my name is always just rare enough that no one will ever have my email addresses. So I've been lucky. That's fair. Yeah. So. Must be nice. Going back to Pike Place again. Um, the people that go to Pike Place, a lot of them nowadays do know the history of it because there's like enough things around the city that have like, um, what are those things called? Like when you go, not signs, but like it's like a little thing and it teaches you. They have them at like also like aquariums and stuff. So like if you walked up to a tank, it'd be like the blue oh. whale is in this. And here's 10 facts about the blue whale. Oh, I don't know what the technical term for yeah, it is. Like, it's probably something so simple, but like, I don't think it what is. What is that thing called? Like a, not a, not a, like a little info monument, board. but like, yeah, like a little info a little board. Plaque yeah. thing, not plaque. A plaque. Like is an informational plaque? plaque. Yeah, that's probably what it There's is. There's informational yeah. plaques. Um, but for those of you that have never been there, I'll tell you some stuff about how it was founded. I held my breath on accident. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> and I got like 
headed. I forgot to breathe. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. The original Pike Place was founded in 1907, and when it originally began, it was due to rumors of price fixing that were circulating. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it didn't get better. It was uh, happening around town, so the Seattle City Council established a public market for the newly constructed boardwalk, which was currently being called Pike Place. The opening day was August 17th, 1907. My birthday. Shut up. Birth date. I was born on in August no. of 07. No. I told you I'm a... Ooh. He's a ghost. Remember? He's a liar, right? No. Yes, he's a liar. Okay. I, I was trying to make just a joke about like the actual the year, but then it just kind of was like... Oh, you were born in 1907. It, it, yeah. it, it didn't sell. It didn't I'm, I'm, I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a great joke. Uh, I'm really proud. I don't... <laughs> really proud. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish, but... Who is born on August 7th? Yeah. Anybody know? No. Mm -mm. I have to look up what the horoscope is. Is it Robert De Niro? Uh, well, now I can't say that one. Robert De Niro is my first one. If not, I think Sean Penn. Yes. What the hell? <laughs> Guys, Dina doesn't have anything open where they have searched. This is it's it's concerning, <laughs> honestly. And Lil Pump. <laughs> I just got a lot of useless knowledge. No, for real. And Jason Momoa. Uh, oh, that's Momoa. a Jason Momoa. And Austin Butler. Oh. And Allison Elvis. Hannigan. Well, Spooky. that's not the real Elvis, but the Elvis. I didn't know that in Priscilla, the movie, that uh, it's not played by Austin Butler. It's played by Jacob Elordi. Did you know that? In what movie? Um, The Priscilla movie. like the. Why would it be Elvis the same movie? actor in the two movies? I don't know. I just thought it would be. Is it like that? Who you think is? Who do you think? Oh no, that's a band. Never mind. I, there's a lot of things. The Rex there. and another band. You always say that you don't like the Rex. The Wallows. You, yes, that's okay. I don't know the difference between Sean Penn and Sean Connery or uh, Ed Sheeran and a different guy. Owen Wilson. No, a guy that's hot. That's why it's weird that I don't know the difference between them. He has black hair. I don't know. What? It's someone that uh, Taylor Swift has beef with. I don't know. There's a few people. That John Mayer. No. No. I know who John Mayer is. Don't start. Kanye West. <laughs> um. So ooh, I'm so lost where I was. We were talking about the opening. You're just, you're I'm just so impressive. sorry. I don't even I don't even know. Thanks. Where to, where, yeah, I really try. I mean, it's a gift. It well, is kind of. Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. 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 Um. But uh, where where actually was I? The opening day was August 17th. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. So that was the opening day. That's why I knew the, the birthdays. OK. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh -huh. Now I'd like to take it a bit more seriously with you guys. When it opened, everyone was really, really excited because it was a place for farmers to come sell produce, local businesses. People could turn profits. Um, everything was just going really well. Like at the first opening night, and like week of it, everyone said that the sales were just through the roof. Just insane, right? Later that year, on November 30th, a local landowner named Frank Goodwin had opened an arcade. Um, I think the arcade is in Marketplace, but it was a little confusing if the original arcade was or wasn't. So, yeah. What does an what, arcade I was just going to like? say, what is an arcade back then? In 1907? No idea. Yeah. Like what? 
maybe like ring toss. I was just going to say something stupid like that. Like yeah. rolling a, a, a circle down the road with a stick. <laughs> Whatever that's called. <clears throat> Does that have a name? Probably something. I don't know. Let's go to Goshen and ask the Amish people. <laughs> um, Can we do you, that? Are you talking about? Just like a big like wooden circle and they're like running down the road with the sticks that keep it going. Uh, oh, oh, I know how, what you're talking about. I don't remember what that's called. Yeah. I was thinking of something different. Maybe they just like played with like jacks and little bouncy balls or whatever. Marbles. <laughs> stupid shit. Do you want me to keep impressing you, Kylie? Yeah. Pac-Man was invented in 1902. No, I was trying to think of a November 30th birthday. The only one I can think of is Winston Churchill, but that's so obvious that I don't want to name it. That's so it's obvious. It's so obvious. I did not. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that. I don't have anybody's birthdays memorized except for family and... Um, yeah. Uh, ben Stiller from Meet the Fockers. And my uh, birthday twin, Tony Braxton. Got that one memorized. Got that one memorized. Well, and... Simon Cowell is on the same day, but who cares oh, about okay. Simon? Okay. I don't know. It's Ben Stiller that day. No ben Stiller 30. is that day. <laughs> and Winston Churchill? <clears throat> I don't see him on this list, but that doesn't mean it's... Oh. He's dead! <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, oh, there's a couple of big ones on the, on this day. Hmm. <laughs> Clay Aiken. Hmm. Uh, Billy Idol. Hmm. I knew that one, actually. I should have said that one. Damn. The girl from um, uh, Big Bang Theory. I can never pronounce Kaylee her. Kaylee Cuoco or whatever. Is that Cuoco? Cuoco? Yeah. Cuoco? I think it, I, I could be wrong, hmm. but. And Chrissy Teigen. Huh. I'll try and see if I know anymore. I don't know. Now you'll remember. So <laughs> next week, I'm going to ask you who has his the 30th, the 30th, November 30th birthday. I'll try and see if I can do more throughout the episode. I don't, it's I don't insane. always remember all days, but I remember quite a bit. It's insane. So on November 30th, the local landowner, Frank Goodwin, that I was mentioning, he helped establish the original foundation for the market. Frank later died in 1954, but you, it's said that you can still see him around Pike Place Market. Because he's a ghost. Yes. Frank was known to keep an office in the space next to the basement of what's now called the Alibi Room, which is like this hideaway pizza bar type place. A lot of people say that if you go to the Alibi, you can see Frank's ghost as an old man at the bottom of the Alibi stairs where he'll introduce himself and ask visitors if they need help with directions. Okay, if I, if I, if I see this when I go there, because I fucking love pizza and that's obviously where I'm going to go, I'm going to shit my pants. Before I even eat the pizza. Yeah, because I'm going to know that that's a ghost. And then I'm going to turn around. He's not going to be there. And I'm going to be freaked the fuck out. There was. It might still exist, I hope. There's a pizza place that we used to go to when I lived there called The Rock. And it's like. It's an interesting name for a pizza place. (laughs) It was like. They had like rock memorabilia and stuff around. And the pizza was so good. Rock memorabilia. Like. The, like like Dwayne the Rock. Oh my God! No, I should have like <laughs> rock like and Dio. roll like oh <laughs> like Jimi Hendrix or like gotcha guitars so and just rock like stuff. a hard rock cafe. But pizza? yeah, that's, that's I guess it sounds hmm. not very original, but it sounds kind of cool. The pizza actually. was good. Hmm. I love me some pizza. 
The Rock is on my celebrity hug list. <laughs> of course. Crushed. Yeah. <laughs> Cru- crushed. Uh, May 2nd. I would like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Can you look up his birthday, please, and tell me it's not I would like Dwayne The Rock Johnson to crack my back like a glow stick. Absolutely. He was born in California on May 2nd. I'm going to I'm going to go that far to go that far. May 2nd. And he, would, Calif- he would be Hayward, 60 California. or 61 what years old right now. What the hell, Bina? No, you are 10 years off. I was going to say he's not that old. He's not 60? He's 51. Uh, okay. I was trying to do math in my head. I'm not good at math. I'm just good at remembering numbers. That's crazy. <laughs> May 2nd. Wow. Wow. So this man, Arthur Goodwin, he had an um, upper level office and it's in one of the buildings that they now dubbed the Goodwin Library. And a lot of times nowadays people say that they report seeing the ghost of Arthur in his old office um, playing golf or uh, looking down from one of the library windows. I mentioned this in the last one. They have never played this game, but it gives me the same vibes as uh, Bioshock when Atlas is telling you to go discover all the men and you have to do the weird part over in Athena's area. And then you have to do the part where the guy has the piano and then you go and you meet the guy and he's playing golf in his office after you killed all the people for him. It's that. Is it that? That's it. Mm, okay. Smashed. <laughs> Have you played video games like your whole life ish? Yes. Um, yes and no. I mean, that kind of. My mom didn't allow video game systems in the house. Um, <laughs> she said they would rot our brains. So my dad's the exact opposite. He was like, let's play video games 24 7 so you don't bother the parents. So at my dad's house, I played video games 24 7. At my mom's house, I didn't play it all. So because I don't have to read from a script so I can talk more myself, I guess. Um, so I've been playing a lot of video games my whole life, but not like. How old are you again? In my 30s. Cut. In my 30s. <laughs> I'm in my 30s. Okay, so like same age group than me. Um, what? Yeah. How old are you? I just turned 34. What? He's older than me? Yeah. Fuck. Do you think he was younger than you? Yes. Well, you better start with the Botox. <laughs> um, also, uh, Trixie Mattel, my favorite person ever, is the same age as me. And um, she just turned 34. And she's, I don't know if I said this when I didn't record this the first time, but um, she said that someone was like, oh, 34, dirty whore. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to be that all year. I think that fits. Dirty whore. I turned 30 whore. My favorite Trixie Mattel song is Break Your Heart. I don't think I know that. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I do. Rattle more things off. I need to remember that she has music and listen to it. Hello, Hello is like the best song I've she's ever one. done. And it's yeah. so like, it could be on the radio. It should be. Um, no, I was going to say something about the video games. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So did you play like the older system or the weird systems like Sega Saturn and absolutely did you play uh I know this is on PlayStation I think Echo Knight no or there was this one on Sega Saturn called D it's so like 1996 no no I haven't it was like a point and click like it was a PC game too but no but my favorite PlayStation game no one ever knows it was called As Your Dreams like A Z U R E as your um yeah where you're like the little just court jester joker guy and you're flying around no this is one where you have to get the top level 100 of the monster tower and you get these little pets and stuff and there's all oh. these hot bitches in the town that you can try and hook up with 
Okay, I was totally You were wrong. allowed to play other things. Do you know what I'm talking favorite. about, though? No. no. Okay, never mind. My favorite PlayStation game was Croc. I love Croc. That is one of my other favorite. I got to introduce my my best friend as a retro video gamer, and she had never played Croc of all what? games. What? And I was like, bitch. She introduced me to Sonic, though. I'd never played Sonic until my late 20s. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That's, like, the first games I... Some of the first I remember playing. Margie was the first person to introduce me to the Mario games. Sonic and Mario was like my childhood. And like Streets of Rage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, back to ghosts. We're so um, off on a tangent tonight because we've recorded this. So we're like, oh, we can just talk about anything. But everyone listening is like, where are the fucking ghosts, you guys? <laughs> where are the fucking ghosts? Not the video game and Twilight shit. <laughs> What the hell is going on? Sorry, I remember bro. how we got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I talked about a video game. The arcades. Mm-hmm. So Arthur Goodwin is not the only ghost. There are a lot of other famous ghost stories in the area, like the story of Princess Angeline. Princess Angeline had a different name, but the early settlers of Seattle dubbed her princess and it ended up sticking. She was the eldest daughter of Chief Seattle, born in 1811. So in 1855, there came about a thing called the Treaty of Point Elliot. It required all of the Duwamish Indians to leave their lands and go live on reservations. And the Duwamish tribe were the first people of Seattle who call themselves Seattle's first people and host tribe of Seattle. They have a whole website you can check out. When this treaty came about, Princess Angeline decided to ignore it and remain in the city. She lived in a waterfront cabin between Pike Place and Pine Street. Angeline could often be seen on her front porch with a red handkerchief over her head, a shawl around her shoulders, or strong <laughs> Did she just pop a Werther's in your mouth? Oh, a what? A wor- a Werther's? No. A shawl? A shawl? <laughs> I was trying not to say it with a country accent because y'all yelled at me last time. It like you were getting into it. character. A shawl? And the aid of a cane. Shaw. Because remember last time I said this whole sentence and y'all got real mad. Because I said, Angeline could be seen on her front porch with a red handkerchief <laughs> <over> <laughs> <her> <laughs> <head>. <laughs> A shawl around her shoulders. Playing a fiddle. A shawl around her shoulders. How do you guys say washer? Washer? We're not adding the Without R. Without the R? Because it's a how it's How do you spell? say drawings? Without the R. Drawings. You say, wait, no, no, no. Oh, I guess without the second R. Drawings. 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 Draw. Drawings. Drawings. There's no L either. (laughs) We say all words normal with zero accent. I sometimes just add a few extra letters, like Lowell's, the home improvement store. (laughs) <laughs> That's not an extra letter. You replace them. <laughs> Jimmy hasn't heard all the all the words yet. Uh, yeah. Can you, say, can you say pecan pie? Pecan pie? <laughs> I say it right. Y'all are You sure okay. betcha. <laughs> you do not say it right. I think y'all are the ones that don't know how to find with here. I think that's the one that you can interchange though, I think. Pecan? Pecan and pecan. No, that's or caramel. Pecan. Huh? People can. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure you want to go here? Caramel versus caramel. 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 That's the word. No, there's like a. Not pecan. more than a handful of words that I pecan. think are oh, no, interchangeable. We've done this before. There's interchangeable pecan. words like yeah, uh, via via. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tomato's more British. But people think there are some words that are interchangeable that technically aren't meant to be, like Caribbean and Caribbean. Those are two different things. 
Oh, didn't but, know that. Yeah. It's, we talked about that. We've done this before. It's, Came to school me today, bitch. <laughs> one is like the Caribbean islands and the Caribbean sea, or I have it backwards. Like there's like a thing. There's a So you don't know shit about sing. shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. So the little old woman, I'm going back to my shit <laughs> that I do know. My little, with the shawl around her shoulders yeah, strolling the streets with the, with the aid of a cane. Yeah, she's a cute little Grammy. Cute little grandma. What do you guys call your grandma? Real quick side note. Granny. Grandma. Oh. Mine likes to be called Granny. I hey, did, text me. Hey, it's Granny. I did G-Ma or Grams. I did a lot of Grams. Oh, no. <laughs> that wasn't how I meant that sentence to come out. When I was in high school, I called Me-ma. my grandma Graham Cracker. Oh, that's cute. But yeah, I would do Grams and then I did Grandpa. That reminds me of one of my favorite memes. I'm not trying to stray any further from this, but I am. <laughs> but I- um, What is it? It's uh, being a grandparent has to be hard. A two-year-old mispronounces your name and all of a sudden you're pee-poo for the rest of your life. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Literally. I One more stray. That always reminds me of. One more stray. Meow. <laughs> They're always like, what if Satan's name wasn't Satan and it was like Satin and one person <laughs> got it wrong all that time ago. And I'm like. <laughs> the longest game of telephone. <laughs> but everyone listening is like. What the hell is going on? So little woman Angeline, Princess Angeline, she was a little old lady who made a living by doing laundry for people or selling hand woven baskets on her porch. On, do, do you want me to do another date? Yeah. <laughs> on May 31st, 1896, at 85 years old, Princess Angeline died. Not in 1896, on May 31st. Clint Eastwood was born. Get it out. Nope. Colin Farrell, the penguin. <laughs> Colin Farrell was born also. I'm, I think they're both. I'm going to go with both. I'm going to go with both. You said May what? 31st. 31st. Clint Eastwood and Colin Farrell. God, I hope Colin Farrell's the man I'm thinking of. Fuck. That one's really hard because he's not who I always think. But I know he's the penguin now, so I think I'm better at it. Clint Eastwood, Eastwood, Colin Farrell. Yep. And Brooke Shields. Thank fucking God. Who plays Hannah Montana's mom in the Hannah Montana episodes? Ew, and Farrah Abraham. (laughs) I don't know any of the other people. Azalea You're Banks. Impressive. I can't. Uh, I, I try. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's wrong with you. When, <laughs> when Princess Angeline died, the Seattle residents gave her a funeral at Church of Our Lady of Good Help. Oh, hate uh, it. They, hate it. They gave her a casket that was made in the form of a canoe. We had a lot of discussion about this last time because we had some questions about this canoe. Yes. This is the one thing that I made sure to remember that I wanted to say the same thing that I said before. (laughs) What did you say last time? Oh, I said that someone I just pictured someone like coming shortly after the funeral and like like digging it up like this is a fucking free canoe. Which my question was sturdy. My question was, is it a canoe with a lid or without a lid? And why didn't they just use an actual canoe? And maybe just potentially make a lid. Was it an open burial? Was it an open? We have so lid? many questions. I have so many questions about the damn canoe. Why yeah, did, did they, they just, just dump the dirt right on her? And made in the form I need- of a canoe. So it does say that it's a casket. So I think there is probably a, a lid of some sort. Mm, but it's know. made in the form of a canoe. I wonder if it had oars and they like fully like propped her up and like put her hands on him. Stop. I don't too, far. too far. Too <laughs> far. Well... And then they just pushed her off into the sea. No, because they buried her at Lakeview Cemetery on Capitol Hill. But also, why? 
What, what's the reason for the canoe? But also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Why didn't she go back to the her people in a sense? Like, why? Yeah, I, I have so many questions. Also, my friend works at a funeral home um, locally and she sends me random things like talking about her day or whatever. The other day, no context, not a single fucking thing. Haven't talked in three days. Not a fucking thing. Sends me a picture of a casket called the Athena casket for like four thousand dollars and said, look, I could get it for you as a birthday gift. <laughs> Thank you. Also, first of all, that $4, sounds $4, cheap. Dollars. That sounds cheap for a casket. Really? It's fucking gorgeous. I'm yeah, they're usually like six thousand or something for like the average. No, they no. range from two to ten grand. I yeah, looked it I was up. Gonna say my friend Four's told me. <laughs> I was doing some casket research the other day, a few years ago for Christmas. Just getting all my ducks in a row. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A few years ago for Christmas, what I was going to say was my sister got my mom an urn for Christmas. No. And I said that to someone and like my mom paid for her funeral, her cremation, like prepaid. Yeah, she did when she was like 40. So that us kids don't have to worry about it when it happens. That's very nice. Yeah. However, people think it's crazy because my family talks about it so openly. And like, I don't. So when we like got an urn, people were like, the fuck? You just don't have to worry about it now. Yeah. Yeah. It was more of like a, like, look, like we feel like we're taking care of as kids. However, you know, like, apparently that's not the norm. No. Well, normally something is stated in the will. Did you say in the last episode that joke about free health care? Yes. Yes. Where did we come up? Well, it was it, because of that meme. It was the meme about where, the space hotel yeah, in 2027. Hotel. But where did we fit that in the episode? Because I want to bring that up real quick. I think it was just talking before the episode. Yeah, it was just the meme. Yeah, it was just before the episode. Corey oh. was still in here. Well, Kylie saw a meme. Yep. I I'm saw done. it you too. Finish. Oh, yeah. Jimmy and I <laughs> well, saw it. We already said it. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's like. It's like a space station, essentially. It looks like a space station. Like Xenon, the sequel. It really does. It looks like that, right? Um, but then on the bottom, or it says in it says in twenty twenty seven we're gonna. I don't know yeah. if it's real or not, but by twenty twenty seven we'll have a hotel in space, and we can just actively go there. But on the bottom, it just says we just want healthcare. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a meme the day after we recorded that wasn't at all the same, but it kind of went along that same thing. And I don't remember it, so it's not going to be funny. But essentially, it was just like, <laughs> fuck the guy who decided that apparently my eyes and teeth aren't part of my health care coverage. Oh, I've seen that one Fuck before. that guy. Yeah. It makes like, no sense. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's part of my body. We care about your bones, but not the ones in your mouth. And we care about your organs. Yeah. Fuck the guy that decided my blind ass doesn't need insurance. Especially <laughs> well, when, it's it. so, when it's so common. Like, look at us three. Bunch of fucking four eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd alert. We went to dye Shy's hair the other night, and Margie and I were there, and Shy was talking about how blind she is, and Margie was just like, Theodore's blind. And okay, because I, like, I was just about to ask, sorry, who of us three? Me. Oh, I absolutely. I feel like it's me, but I, maybe you know for sure. Um, And then Shy was like, no, I have worse than anybody I've ever met. It's so bad. And Shy and I decided to switch glasses. And before I could even say it, Margie goes, watch, Thena's going to go, I can actually see out of these. And I was like, yeah, I, I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fucking blind as shit. I'm only a half a point in each eye away from being declared blind mm. in the oh. state we live in. Yeah. And I'm technically 
supposed to have special vision stuff for when I like drive and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to look like a total yeah. dweeb. <laughs> yeah, I can't look like a nerd when I'm driving. My Nissan? Come on. My Nissan. <laughs> Okay, we're back. Uh-huh. Everyone can stop skipping over everything. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone listening's like, What the hell is going on? Pike Place Market. Mm-hmm. Why did that have to do with Princess Angeline, right? What was, what, why did I even bring up this one? It started with canoes. Well, <laughs> it ended with it canoes. It ended with canoes. It was because her, where her cabin was, is now where Pike Place Market is. So, Due to that, people say that maybe she wasn't ready to leave and that's why her ghost haunts the area because she's like a restless spirit. Over the years, many people have reported seeing her and seeing her and believing that seeing her is like a real person and then she'll just like disappear right before their eyes. And they say just like the real Angeline, the spirit is said to move very slowly and her feet will barely touch the ground. That's just creepier! Others have reported that the figure will sometimes change colors from a glowing white shade to a lavender, blue, and pink. Sounds fucking pretty. That's how you know her mood. (laughs) It's her aura. No, it's a mood ring. That's what you said. It's a mood ring. Get away from her. She's red today. (laughs) I think she stuck around because she just said like where her cabin used to be. She's like, didn't want, she didn't want anyone by her shit. And also have we never learned? Well, no, people don't learn anything about like haunted Indian burial grounds. We learned. I almost said that last time. Did we not learn anything from poltergeist? Yeah. No, I don't know anything about it. Tell tell me about it. Well, I mean, in the movie, they, built the house over like an Indian burial ground. Yeah. And that's why the haunt. And then they dug up the pool in the backyard and there was like a bunch of bodies in it. But then I think there, there really was an Indian burial ground in the movie set. And that's why people were getting oh, haunted really? on the set. Like, and in people real were, life. There's like a poltergeist like curse. Uh, yeah. There's like, like a whole thing. Exception. No, no, no. It's also because they used real bones in some parts of the movie yep. and stuff like that. There's this whole thing. It's it's like a whole thing. Like a lot of the... the You'll have to look it up on your own time because... No, we'll cover it someday. It'll be a whole thing. It'll be fun. Ooh. No. Yeah, we should cover it. Well, because there's like murders and deaths that surround it. Oh, that's sad. In general. Yeah, it's, like, it's a big like thing. Like real in, li- in, in real life things yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Don't like that. Yeah. That makes me think of that person that was sick... That person that was sick. On a movie set, and then when she was off of the movie, like, she was fine, but she was sick while she was there in the movie. I was going to say that almost sounded like Poltergeist. It is a scary movie. Because she had to be on, like, steroids. I've never seen a sad movie. And that's why in, like, the third one or second one, she just had, like, a big puffed up, like, chipmunk face because she was on steroids. I don't know. I know the woman in The Shining said she had to have... Uh, like therapy after doing that. Yeah, movie. no, no, I knew about that one. Well, like, Shelly Duvall. Organs were like. Well, yeah, she's like insane now. Bless her heart. Her organs were like giving out. What? And um, then when she was like away from the set, like she was fine, and doctors were like, "You're fine." Hmm. I don't know. I always think of when I think of like crazy things that happen on set. I personally. The crow. I was literally about to say the crow. I, I always it. think about the crow. And now that Rust movie. Okay. Uh, Is that what it's called? I don't know. Oh, with the Baldwin shooting. Yeah, 
Is it Alec rust? Baldwin? So first off, Alec Baldwin shot a person. That's not the first person on a set that was killed by an accidental shooting by a gun. The guy from The Crow, when they were filming one of his scenes, he is the intruders are supposed to shoot him, but they ended up shooting him. And so Brandon Lee dies, Whoops. which they say that maybe his family was cursed because then later his dad. Gently. Um, Gently, no. Bruce Lee, sorry. I just, you know, like, yeah, but it's like, wait a second. No, Bruce Lee. But then later his dad, Bruce Lee, dies while filming and stuff like that. Not the same movie, a whole different movie and stuff, but. Did you ever watch The Crow? No. That is one of my all-time favorite movies. Margie's never seen it, and she bought me a Crow t-shirt once, and I'm every, she had never seen that in 13 Ghosts, and I was like, oh, wow. Has she seen him now? She's seen 13 Ghosts. This year we were supposed to watch The Crow. She hasn't seen it yet. Brock just said a couple nights ago, let's watch one of your favorite movies, 13 Ghosts, and was like so serious. And I was like, no, that's not. No. no. I mean, I like I like it. It's it's kind of bad, but it's like kind of good, bad. So, it. But it's not my favorite. I love favorite. good, bad movies. I love that movie. Oh. I like the ghost that walks around with the big tits. Yeah, I was going to say the girl with in the, the bathroom. All sliced mm, up. She's hot. But also, I always think about that movie, <laughs> and it, it's so weird to me, especially even weirder now that I've met Matthew Lillard, to think that that's that dude. Oh, I'm yeah, like, he was nah. in that. Did I see there's a fucking petting zoo in the basement? No, I said there's ghosts. <laughs> doing what did i just say did i just say there's a petting zoo downstairs no there are ghosts downstairs arthur right right okay let's i think on. i need to watch this movie it's so good it's not that good it's so it's, good it's bad that it's okay yeah. good anyway it was really good back when it came out yeah when i was a kid i thought it was amazing yeah it's a little campy now when you watch it but it's fucking great they're supposed to be making a tv show about the origin of the 13 ghosts and how they became the 13 Ooh, ghosts. I bet you that'd be like way better. Bro, it would be so fucking good. I want to know about the fucking I'm the not, jackal. Yes, I don't. There's so many. I, oh, oh, that house is so cool in that movie. It's all glass. It's all glass. And the like whole house. the doors like slide and there's everything like metal moves. and glass. And yeah, it's, it's so like cool. And what is this movie? It's on HBO. You it's on some it. app that I have. I know for sure. But. You gotta watch it. It's so fucking good. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Mm-hmm. And wait, no, don't move on just yet. That thing that all the circles swirling around in the middle of the house. <laughs> I always think about. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing. Yeah, this. we're I'm moving on. This. We're moving, moving on. on. We'll do this another time. We'll talk about movies. I literally almost was as a joke going to scrap this whole episode and not tell you guys and make it a conversation about horror movies and stuff. I was going to like that would you be you're going to have to have me back for a third time because that's <laughs> the most up my alley. I thought it would be just really like funny to fuck with Kylie because Kylie's never seen horror films. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to be a dick today. I'm, I'm not in the mood, mood for dick yums. <laughs> All right, moving That's on. Weird. When people think they see Princess Angeline, they report to seeing her near a wooden column in the middle of Pike Place Market, and the column will be surrounded by cold air, and if you try to take a photograph, there will be an abnormality with the photo taken. People also will spot her ghost on the stairs up near Western Avenue, close to where her home was. People catch her in the corner of their eye, and they'll go looking for her and end up near the steps, but there will be no one there. Let's do another one. Back in 1918, the Spanish flu epidemic killed over a thousand Seattleites. I feel very twilighty when I say that. Kylie, <laughs> do you remember my question? Fuck no. What year, what city, and what person Jimmy cannot answer because he remembers did the Spanish flu affect one of the Twilightians? Oh. Why do I remember it was but not Edward. Kylie? 
It was in Chicago. I don't remember that year. 1918. Okay. I just figured you'd remember, Jimmy. You're, you're better than some people. I'm better than Kylie. Is that what you were about to say? <laughs> she can hear you, Jimmy. <laughs> I usually don't remember. That really doesn't offend me. Okay, moving on. Back during this time, though, the Spanish flu was running crazy and people all over Washington were sick. So there was a story that came about. It was about a boy named Jacob who was about eight or nine years old and he ended up dying. Are we still recording? Because this is where we fucked up the last time. Is everyone <clears throat> still recording? Everyone is still recording. Oh, fuck I yeah. I've been looking at it multiple times. I can see yeah. the bars going up and down and doing the thing. Doing things. Now you guys don't know shit. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, now we don't know. Now, now, now. Into we're in. the unknown. <laughs> Uncharted territory. So this was a story about a boy named Jacob who was a werewolf. No, I'm kidding. Isn't that a song by <laughs> Britney Spears? This is a story about a boy named Jacob. He's so lucky. <laughs> okay, okay. Jacob was eight or nine years old. And the sad part is, is he actually ended up dying. They said that he worked at the Mary Tales toy store. And nowadays he can be seen haunting the area and throwing temper tantrums. That doesn't sound fun. People have. Seen- I hate alive children, let alone <laughs> right? ghost temper ones. tantrum one. One that, we, that I can't soothe. That I can't. Yeah, soothe. (laughs) People have said that in the early 2000s, he was really active. He was super mischievous and almost very poltergeisty. That was my question. I wondered if he came across as like a poltergeist because he was like throwing things. He would throw things around the store and he would provoke guests. Throw me a nice cold brewski. I don't like that. (laughs) Supposedly, at some point, he ended up calming down because the owner in the toy store made him a small bedroom area. It was ghost Adderall. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they gave him a ghost bed and everything. So that supposedly made Jacob's ghost very happy. And that's how he settled down. All right. So I'm going to need to know what a ghost bed is. No, it's just like 5,000 thread count sheets. They made him an actual bed with a bedroom in the toy store to like put his ghost to rest. A little Jack in the box. All that creepy shit. Mm-mm. I don't like Jack in the box. You would. What? They're cool. Didn't didn't didn't. Boom. That shit's like an adrenaline rush as a kid. It's like a fucking bang energy drink as a child. I hate it. Fucking just gets you. It's like that game where you have to like put all of the pieces. Icebreaker? Oh, no. Oh, I know what you're talking about, though. I like both those games. I love the one where you have. Yeah. And it's like counting down and then it goes. Yeah, they're yellow. And they all throw up at you. Yeah. No. Well, they they throw in the air up at you. I didn't say that correctly. Yeah. I love that game. What is that game called? What the hell is that game? I don't know. But I liked the icebreak one where you had to keep breaking ice and then it just falls apart. Yes. That's a Fisher Price one. Yeah. Or like Operation. (laughs) Yeah. I love Operation. I've never actually played Operation. Uh, I was very good at Operation. Um, Perfection. Ugh. Oh, is that really? What I it is? love perfection. Is that what stress? It's I feel like that's not it either. If that's the yeah, one, it is that is equal to stress? Yep, that's probably that's why it. all of our generation has anxiety. Anxiety <laughs> because we played all of those games that made us full of anxiety. I think that's I some it. of the memes I've seen. Is like my anxiety started with this, and it's always something like that, like Operation or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I dated this person and they would always tell this story when people were like, you're so tense and you have so much anxiety. And um, (laughs) she was like, yeah, it started at a really young age. I was in first grade. And this is a true story. It really happened to her. She's like, yeah, I lost it. My spelling bee in front of the entire state. I like made it all the way. I never got over it. Yeah, she didn't. But I was like, oh, like, that's really sad. And she's like, no, yeah, that's not what made the anxiety start. The anxiety is they were like, spell the word 
carrot. And I was like, okay, use it in a sentence just so that I can like think that make sure it's not like a carrot on a ring, but it's like carrot the food. And they were like, I was sitting down to eat some peas and carrots. And she's like, oh, cool. N-U-G-G-E-T. For some reason, I spelled nugget. (laughs) I was like, what? She's like, I don't know. I was hungry, I think. I spelled nugget. He said carrot. That's when the anxiety started. And I was like, no, yeah, that makes sense, actually. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Nugget. And I always think about that for some fucked up reason like that. And to make things worse, mm-hmm. the McRib is not back yet. <laughs> and I want it. Never had that. I don't think I'd like it if I ate meat. They're yeah. so fucking messy, yeah. but I don't care how white trash I am. I, I don't like that. Smell. They smell like a bad. All them big chunks of onions. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Moving mm-mm. on. So the next ghost, next ghost, he's called Suspender Man. No. <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. You wear suspenders. Boing. <laughs> I can't make the little snap sound. I knew you were doing it, though, with jumping. Oh, I have a boing. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm wearing What overalls. can I do you for? <laughs> boing. Yeah, that's funny. In 1921, a building on First Avenue was constructed. It was built supposedly on top of a Duwamish tribe burial ground. We it's, didn't. We, we didn't learn the lesson. We didn't. Nope. It's now the home of Kell's Irish Pub. And before that, it was actually a mortuary. So uh, you really didn't learn your lesson. And you Everyone learn- from the Irish Pub died and then it became a mortuary. You can... No, it was the Irish Pub after. Never mind. It's still the Irish Pub. You can um, look up the owners and they like have done interviews about how they think it's so haunted. They like went running out of it and stuff. They say it's haunted oh. as hell. Witnesses have observed ghosts in the buildings and some say there's up to like 10 or more ghosts haunting the place. The most common story is about an unnamed man who's seen upstairs in the second story window. He haunts the building and you can always see him wearing suspenders and a newsboy hat while he looks out of the building. Favorite musical Newsies. ever. Oh, my the God. Newsies. Oh, my God. I cry every time. Oh, I love I it. Knew, I knew you were going to go there the moment I said newsboy hat. Shut up. I knew that was coming. <laughs> but wait, there's, there's more. more. The next story is referred to as Fat Lady Barber. Because in the 1950s, this, as they called her, Fat Lady Barber, was known to sing to her customers to sleep with soft lullabies. After they were comfortably snoozing, she would help herself to any of the cash in their pockets. However, there were renovations to a lot of the buildings and places in Pike Place, but they didn't happen until the 1970s. So in the 1950s, when she was working there, one day she had an accident. The floor gave way and she fell to her death because that sounds that's what you get, you thieving fat bitch. (laughs) Whoops. So today, maintenance workers report that they'll hear the sounds of lullabies when they're cleaning at night and that she's very active at night. Did she originate it ain't over till the fat lady sings you to sleep and she steals your money? I think I added on to the phrase, but a little (laughs) like one or two words, maybe. The next one is a woman called Madam Nora. She's said to haunt Sheila's magic shop in the form of a crystal ball. Okay, she sounds cool. Yeah, she sounds sounds badass. Okay. She's the best so far. Yeah. The story here is that there's a shop that was originally called Pharaoh's Treasure, and they received a crystal ball who who someone came in and traded for a scarab. A scarab. The woman warned the shop owner that there was a spirit in the ball, but he ignored her. Instantly after the trade, he noticed that there was weird, unexplainable things happening at his shop. Who was Madame Nora? And he eventually trades it to Sheila's magic shop, obviously, right? Okay. But who was Madame Nora? 
She was said to be a person who had a shop called the Temple of Destiny when the market first opened, and she had crystal ball gazing, Egyptian sand divining, and Indian psychic projections all, like, done in her building. Then the rumor is when she died, she took over her body, like, was no more, and her spirit went into a crystal ball. Since then, she's just traded on owners and haunted wherever she goes. That sounds like the one in the Haunted Mansion. I was going to say, that's definitely Haunted Mansion. Jennifer Tilly. I haven't seen the new one. I haven't either. It's on Disney+. Plus. Have you seen the new one? Yep, I went and seen it with Brock's mom in theaters. Is it good? It's okay. I mean, it was good enough to watch the second time I saw it, like, a couple nights ago. Hmm. That's not the creepiest ghost story, though. There's another one. This one's a young boy who supposedly is haunting the Bead Emporium. Stop. (laughs) He likes moving things around. He'll open and close the cast register at night randomly. And he'll also play with marionettes in the puppet shop. Oh, that's creepy. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Also, give me all the money in the till. Mm -mm. Um, And like when I say like he moves stuff, they said that like one time, like they were doing renovations and they like either knocked out a wall or moved a wall. They did something with the wall and they found just like a bunch of beads and they were like, oh, yeah, no. And like when the coworkers or like the workers, construction workers were like, oh, why is this random thing? They're like, oh, oh, no, that's that's probably the ghost. He was probably saving them to play with later. And the construction workers were like, the fuck? Right. <laughs> what? Like, why are you so chill with this? And they're like, no, no, no it's our local ghost. It's so fine. funny story. I thought that you were going to say that this is one of the scariest ones because he would take different beads and put them in with different ones so that they didn't match. <laughs> so, so it just ruins. It ruins the OCD. No, the Marion. No, yeah, I was picturing he shakes stuff up and there's just like a big mess of beads. Of beads, which is like the worst. Or he throws them on the ground and. And you trip. <laughs> um, There's a ghost uh, outside, apparently. Uh, yeah. Jesus he Lord. followed us. The marionettes was what I was leaning towards. Yeah, but, that's... Okay. boogity When I was younger, this is going to surprise probably no one ever, but when I was younger, I used to collect marionettes, but yep. specifically clown <laughs> marionettes that I would display on shelves. <clears throat> Love that. Love that for you. Yeah, I, I collected anything clowns, though, really. We were I talking about them. clowns at work yesterday. Oh, my God. I was warning everyone at the haunted house because everyone in our group was like, I hate clowns. I need to send uh, you guys a picture of uh, Mm -hmm. Roger. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, I love clowns. My we'll post it on Instagram if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Make it cute. (laughs) My sister's dad, um, they they're they're bougie as all fuck. Right. Three words for you. Treat yourself. And they have a, what is that room that you work out in called? A A fitness room? A gym. Oh. So they have a a home gym. And in their home gym, the artwork on the wall (laughs) is just clowns. It's just clowns. On the wall? What? And I'm always like, I've got to take picture, a picture. But it doesn't fit there. Yeah. I'm like, you just clowning around in the gym? Are you working out, buddy? Clowning <laughs> around. So, okay. Last few ghosts. So these ones are just like, there's only one, one or two sentences about them because they're like really random. And um, people in Pike Place Market tell about them, but there's not like a big history behind it. So this one is at a Greek deli called Mr. D's. These nuts. <laughs> 
The owner has a story about spirits known to fight in a downstairs walk-in freezer. And they fight so frequently that some of his staff are frightened because the fighting ghosts will refuse or will like not let them in because they're fighting. And so they refuse to go in the freezer because they're too scared of them. I don't blame them. Yeah. Just slinging around salamis. <laughs> Um, Gyro the, meat. <laughs> the next one at a Shakespeare and Company bookstore. The owner said they would arrive every morning to find the same book off the shelf and laying on the floor. They said every day they put the sh- uh, the book back on the shelf, but every time the next day the floor the book was on the floor in the same spot. Eventually, they destroyed the book because they assumed that the book was actually haunted. Does does it? I mean, it don't destroy just, books. Probably doesn't continue, but also, yeah, don't don't destroy books, people. Next. It was Twilight <laughs> by Stephanie Meyer. And I read online about your time capsule, and I'm here to make a suggestion. <laughs> there were also just weird things that made people think there could be lingering ghosts that people don't notice, because there's often a scent of, like, an overwhelming scent of old lady perfume that fills the back place office of mm. the market theater randomly. So they're like, oh, well, there's a ghost. Overall, people say the area of Pike Place Market is haunted, but no one seems to think it's necessarily evil or mean ghost. I mean, like, for Pete's sakes, Arthur's just giving you fucking directions, and the other one's just an old woman trying to weave a fucking basket. <laughs> so they say that if you're hoping for an encounter, um, you can always, like, go there and go to Pike Place Market, especially if you're looking for, like, a ghost of the nicer variety. You should go visit Seattle, and you can grab some coffee and see a ghost. So what if you want to go there and not encounter ghosts? Stay um, away from the market. Uh-huh. No. Also, it seems like a lot of them are kind of in certain areas, so maybe just don't go to the beads. Okay, so don't go to the bead <clears throat> shop. Don't go to the bead shop. Don't go to the um, bookstore. Don't go to the... Um, but I would... I don't want to be anticlimactic, but I've been to Pike Place a couple times and I didn't see anything spooky. Were you opening yourself up to the ghost? No. Well, that's see, that's what I'm most scared of. I'm like, okay, so when I'm when I'm freaking myself out and there's like a there's a there's a noise or something and it's dark and I don't like lights, so you know I don't turn those on. Um, but I'm like thinking to myself, okay, what am I doing to allow for this to happen? <laughs> Like, I'm opening myself up for this, and I don't want to do that. I would like to close, please. I would like to close. How do I do this? Um, yeah. I don't know. I believe in ghosts, so. Hmm. I'm skeptical, but. I'm skeptical about Maybe certain Maybe that's stories. why you didn't come across any of them. I believe in certain ones, I should say. Yeah. Like, you can tell me ten ghost stories, and I'm going to believe three of them, probably, usually. But that's the way I am with everything. Like, alien abductions, you're going to tell me 10. And even though I believe in aliens, I'm only going to believe, like, three of the stories. You're going to tell me cryptids, I believe in, like... I believe more in uh, aliens at this point than ghosts. Well, that's because aliens are real. Yeah. Uh Alleged evidence of aliens being presented in Mexico. That's not even a question. I don't know why. Those are are not in the same boat. Do you believe in cheese, too? Because, hello. (laughs) Hello. I don't believe in birds. But I believe in leprechauns. They're paid actors. (laughs) By who? Someone who's Irish commented on our thing about, they were like, you know that not even Irish people half the time believe in leprechauns, but Thena does. (laughs) I was like, yeah, no, I know. I believe, I believe in leprechauns. You believe in them being like little green men? Okay, no. What do you believe is them to be? I don't. Totally, I think they can disguise themselves as normal people. (laughs) 
so reptilians. Well, no, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about leprechauns. No, I'm I'm one. I'm one of I'm one of you. I am a human, too. How can I prove to you I'm not a skinwalker? You you just started this. <laughs> you opened it. You just hit the head on the nail, darling. <laughs> I love Robin Williams. You know exactly what I just thought of. What? Mrs. Doubtfire. No. Oh. The doctor? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that... I think that's Scottish, that accent. Is it? Dr. Gregory Creedy. <laughs> you, why do you sound like Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> yeah, and she's kind of like Scottish, British, like... What doctor? Oh, like, like a, a real, real person? It's a real yeah. doc, a surgeon in this area. Dr. Gregory Creedy. Yeah. He's just got a fun name to say with the accent. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. What are y'all being for Halloween? Uh, uh, for which? For, for which, which event? <laughs> I have three. Um, so, well, I don't know. Name all three of yours. Go crazy. Um, speed round. She go. Don't. I'm not going to know any of these From references. Kim Possible. From Kim okay. Possible? Oh, okay. I thought it was some anime video game. Is Corey going as Dr. Draken? He is now. He wasn't sure he was going, okay. but yes. Um, so two years in a row, he's going as a professor, essentially. It's a different professor. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, it's from the 90s cartoon. Yeah, well, well you know. Yeah. Um, and then I'm having a onesie party and um, I'm. I, I saw your little unicorn, like unicorn bullshit. It's fun. Leave me alone. Um, and It'll then, never be Gengar. And then, and then me and Corey are going to another um, Halloween party together and we're going to be ducks. Hmm. What are you doing to me? Me, Brock and Tessa are going to be Team Rocket. <laughs> That's good. That's amazing. Prepare for trouble. If Margie and I go anywhere, we're going to be the SNL skit. Skate that! <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet and and Pete Davidson. Skirt. I know absolutely nothing. Crickets. What? All right, I'll show it to you. I feel like I've seen it. I don't know. You're gonna know when I show it to you. I feel like because you're gonna be like it's popped up and I see. Yeah, you know what else you're doing? And then we're going to we're doing a secret one for um, CSP. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna play this real quick. Um, Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeet! Yeet! Skirt! Yeet! Yeet! Skirt! Skirt! Roll up! Yeet! Drop that! Yeet! Skirt! Yeet! Pump that! Yeet! 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 She's Timothy Shawnee. Yeet! 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 Taylor, you can put in whatever you want there. Go crazy with a clip if you want. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I want to do the the skirt that if we do something. But um, for <laughs> skirt that, well, because that's what he does. That's what Timothy Chalamet does. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, so um, that we're doing a secret CSP one that'll be secret, and then um, invite only. It's very prestigious. <laughs> it'll it'll drop on Halloween day, um, and then. I'm going to Kylie's onesie party and um, I'm a Mothman. <gasps> Mothman. Tessa I got a Mothman, Mothman tattoo recently. Yeah? Is that who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A tester? Yes. I knew that was her in that picture. I fucking swore. I saw him post that picture and I was like, no oh, I've fucking seen, way. I know I've seen that, that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, go. I know who that is. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, he's switching tattoo shops closer to me. Whoop, whoop. 
We won't talk about it. Yeah, no. That's not a... No one else needs to know but me. Well, you. I mean, you guys can know. You guys don't need to know where I get my tataroonies. You just need to know that I look cool. I got some inkage. Inkage. (laughs) I try to call tattoos anything but tattoos just to, like, make everyone in the room cringe. I'll be like, yo, you want me to slap some ink in my skin next week? Yeah, I'll go get a tataroonie, a little tatter tot. Get poked. I'll put a little, uh... Back, 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 tattoo on me, and so I'll just say stupid shit. It's so funny. I like your funny words, magic. Athena. Why does anyone take me seriously? How do I have a serious podcast? Jesus Christ. Um. Well, now I'd like to take it a bit more seriously with you guys. Define serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the episode. Bye. I got nothing else. Ciao for now. Um, so, do you guys believe Pike Place be haunted at all? Well, Jimmy's been there. And Maybe hasn't. if I go back with a open heart and mind. Well, now you know all of these things exist. And let them flow into me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. hosting. Hmm. I don't want to encounter them. <laughs> so. I just want to see floating marionette puppets and fat lady barber. <laughs> You wouldn't see. Her, I want to see a whole party. Her. I want to see a whole party of them. So you got to go to the the that Irish, pub. yeah, the Irish pub. Yeah, that one sounds really scary though. That one sounds a little oh bit more God. like. Uh, and Mister Invisible, the best coffee is over there. <laughs> I don't even like coffee, so I know it's blasphemous. I definitely want to go to the first. I'm not a coffee Starbucks. fan either. I go. You could also go to the roastery. The roastery in Chicago, like a proper Seattleite Chicagoan. <sighs> the Chicago. Oh my God! You know what we skipped over? The black aprons. I didn't get to tell everyone about my black aprons. Um, oh darn! No, there's the Chicago <laughs> roastery. It is um, one of the special um, roasteries that Starbucks owns. There's one there. There's one in like Milan. There's one in I think Beijing. There's only like five or six in the world, and they're host of the best and like craziest things that Starbucks has to offer and they have multiple levels to them and stuff. Um, Google it. It, It's, it's crazy. Um, If you want like a really cool coffee experience and you don't have to get coffee, obviously because Starbucks sells Tiavana products as far as tea goes. And who's Tiavana? Is she in the room with us? (laughs) Um, And they also have things that aren't like uh, coffee. Obviously they have frappuccinos that are and aren't coffee based but they also have like the other drinks the refreshers which do have caffeine in them mm-hmm. all you crazy fucking bitches that are like parents that go to whoa, goddamn whoa, whoa. starbucks and they're like oh coffee's too strong of a drink for my child who's seven in the back seat can i instead get a pink drink you mean the thing that's made with green coffee beans Coffee you stupid beans. twat. Coffee beans. <laughs> Coffee beans. Yeah, let me get you that. Let's get Aiden and Ashley and Aubriana all tweaked up on refreshers. <laughs> like, honestly. or like, And any other E-I-G-H name. Yeah, Parents right. would come through the drive-thru and be like, can I get a Java chip frappuccino for my four-year-old? And I'm like, do you want a double chocolate chip? And they're like, oh, they don't like the way that one tastes. Do you want me to also call CPS? <laughs> They'd be like, well, they don't like the way the cho- double chocolate chip tastes. And I'm like... It's the same thing without coffee. And they're like, no, it has different ingredients. I'm like, yeah, you take out the coffee. It's cream based. <laughs> yeah, you take out the coffee. Like, calm down here. <laughs> but yeah. 
some okay, you fucking Granger right. moms. You, you can't be right. You're wrong. The customer is always right, especially at Starbucks. Especially at Starbucks. Especially at Starbucks. <laughs> Bro, I have the craziest, wildest stories about. You guys want to hear something really, really funny, really quick about Starbucks? Absolutely. <laughs> This is a status that I wrote from 2019. Hey guys, I officially reached a full-time manager for one month at Starbucks now. I'd like to recount my favorite memories I've had in this month. I've caught the building on fire. I had a lady scream and throw an extra hot latte at me to give me a permanent burn scar. I had a partner drop an entire traveler of coffee, which is a bulk amount, and the container exploded, only harming me and causing a scar. I had a tornado drill with customers and staff, and I had to lock them in the bathroom, and I accidentally locked the customers in and had to call a keysmith to get them out. I had to break up a fight between two customers. I had to break up a fight between two baristas. I had to break up a fight between a customer and a barista. It threw punches. It was an actual fight. I had a barista try to start a fight with me, and I had to send them home to cool down. I had to dig in a trash can that was about 15 times the size of me and I couldn't get out of and got stuck in and had to call someone to let me out of because someone threw their phone away on accident. I had three no-call no-shows in one day where there was only three people scheduled and it was a happy hour day. I had one person leave in the middle of a shift and call me the C-word and then just never come back. I had three separate people leave on their lunch and not come back. I had both espresso bars close and break down during the peak busiest time of the day. I had to tell... Tell someone that Starbucks doesn't know how to serve coffee anymore. I had a, I have broken and learned to fix any and all sticker printer problems during said busy times. I've gotten locked out and had to crawl through the drive-thru window. I set the building on fire. I put the wrong alarm code in too many times and had the cops show up. I set the building on fire. I had a coffee maker explode and set the building on fire. I had someone come and rob us, but they were really nice about it. I got held up at gunpoint. I set the building on fire. I broke the pipe to drain the sink and flooded the back house. I also set the building on fire one more time. So far, my first month's going great. I did get a raise. <laughs> How many times did you set the bitch on fire? <laughs> you set the In one month, I think it was nine times. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Th- that sounds like a... Sounds like a personal It sounds like a TV show. You, so got, you, got, you got enough content there for about a whole season. If you guys ever want to be a manager at Starbucks... Sounds fun. Don't. Sounds <laughs> Just don't work at Starbucks, guys. It but I really want to learn ASL and be paid for it. Not, not, not You learn ASL and you want to use your skills at Starbucks. No. No. Starbucks gives you f- what they entitle as free college courses in a sense, but it's more than that. It's it's complicated. Oh, you learn. Okay. So my sources for tonight's episode, all the Starbucks related stuff I knew because I was um I a, am the source. I was a barista I champion. Am the source. So I knew that kind of stuff because I'm the best of the best in BD. Like just saying, guys, duh. All the Twilight knowledge, I also knew most of it off the top of my head because I'm fucking perfect. <laughs> And uh, the birthdays. All, I was just going to say all those celebrity <laughs> birthdays. You're welcome. <laughs> also off that my head because I'm a fucking sociopath. Yeah. Um, right. But also uh, I use a lot of web articles because that's the easiest stuff to find like ghost stories and shit. So I use three web articles. One was called Meet the Ghosts That Haunt the Market by Seattle Met. One was called History and Haunting of Pike Place Market, Seattle, Washington by Legends of America. And one was called Ghost Stories Haunt Pike Place Market by the Seattle Times. See, all of those titles are nice and normal sweet and normal. There's also two books you can get about the events, but um, I didn't want to. <laughs> That's really all I came down to. I can't say if they're good or not. I just didn't want to do that much extra work. <laughs> so. That's fine. It's fine. 
yeah. Anything else you guys got to throw out on the table? We're fucking all out of left field tonight. So it really doesn't matter. You could fucking start talking about the invention of Swiffers at this point and no one would think anything weird of it. Um, my father invented those. Thank you. Okay, Gretchen Wieners, calm yourself. <laughs> my father, the inventor of Swiffer wet jet. <laughs> hmm. What was that actually? Toaster strudels. Toaster strudels. I almost said post-it notes, but that's Romy and Michelle. No, that's Romy. Romy. Romy and Michelle. Romy and Michelle. That's what that's I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. No, the post-it notes is the other the other people. Okay. Well, thanks, Jimmy, for coming here. Thank yeah. you for having me. Again. Welcome. Again. Since the first time. I'm gonna... Well, it sounds like there's going to be another one that you're going to talk about a bunch about, like, scary shit. And I'm going to be sitting here shivering and quivering in my seat. Well, I'm going to be here for all future ones just hiding somewhere in the house. So. Oh, okay. Sounds great. You know when people say quivering, what I think of? <laughs> it sounds like a sexual word. Yes, it's a sexual joke. But that moment in the movie where Kylie, I'm going to name, I'm going to say the quote. You try to name the movie. I'll give you context clues if you need. Ready? His quivering member. As always, thank you for your excellent guidance. I'll let you get back to Reginald's quivering member. Quivering member. I like that. Oh, I feel like I have heard this. You do know it. I'll tell you one actor or actress in it. Would you rather do? No, actor that won't or help me. I need. I need more. It might. Um, okay. do, would you rather do an actor or an actress? I'm gonna need both, probably. Or the most iconic song in the film. I'll tell you that. And or I'll tell you around the general genre, like time period it was made. I'll give you one of those. Come on, Kylie. Look at all these fucking bones you're getting thrown. <laughs> probably the. Actor. Actor? Heath Ledger. The only movie that I can think of is uh, 10 Things I Hate Yes. It's when the principal is writing the script and she's like, you're a quivering member. And then she later calls it a bratwurst because... I remember this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ew. So whenever people say quivering, I always think of that exact scene. And then she holds up... The uh, cat comes in the office and she's like, cat. And then she holds up her mug and she goes, cat. Meow. (laughs) Oh, yes, it's uh, and it's freaking she's in every I say this like every time I hear something new, Allison Janney. She's in everything. Well, I thought that was I was going to do the male is Heath Ledger. The female is Julia Julia Stiles. Obviously, the genre would have been 90s um, teen teen film is what I was going to say. The famous song was Cheap Tricks, um, Cheap Tricks. uh, I want you to want me. Mm hmm. See, I wouldn't have gotten it. I'm really glad I did the actor. Mm. I was debating doing the actor as uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, actually. Nope. Because I thought that would have been harder, but then I was like, no, she definitely won't get it. I won't get it, yeah. Yeah. And I was going to maybe say, do you want me to do another quote? Which, do you want to know what the other quote would have been? Yeah. Well, that's because you don't have a Prada backpack. Mm. Or it was going to be... I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but But can can you you just be whelmed? Well, I think you can in Paris. I never would have known that one. I don't know why I know the quote, but I know it. So. What well, was it from? Those are all from 10 Things I Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be like <laughs> okay, another. Anyway. Yeah. Like I said, got a lifetime of knowledge up here. No, for real, though. That was also a quote from a movie. Amanda Bynes. She's a man. Can you help me out with some girl problems? Sure, man. I got a lifetime of knowledge. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't so, remember what it's called. <laughs> I just saw a meme about it. She's a man. I said it out loud. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tampons up the nose. 
Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum. Thank you, everyone who's here, who helps make this podcast what it is and all that. You guys are part of the CSP family and community. Big thanks to Taylor, Lab Monkey Creative, every week for doing our editing and being part of the... Um, I already said family. I was trying to think of a different <laughs> word. I wanted to say community in the first one and family in the second one, but then I said family, so then I had to say community, so now I'm all fucked up. The cryptic soup tribe. Tribe. That overused word. Oh, someone's getting murdered Corey in the hallway. Corey is watching a video game playthrough, if anyone can hear this, and I'm sorry. Yeah, because there's Twitch. There's absurd screaming in it. It sounds like If you hear someone people. getting murdered, don't call the cops. It's obviously too late for them. <laughs> right. Yeah. You guys are hearing this a week too late. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is at Cryptic Soup Pod. Our DMs are always open for suggestions, so slide on in. You can also join the Discord. We're live. We're awesome. We're in there. We're talking. So join it. It's been a long day. That's all I got to say. All of our links can also be easily found at crypticsuitpod.com as well. Any kind of Apple podcast review or rating and or Spotify rating is great because it gets our name out there and it makes us feel better about what we're doing and making sure that we're doing everything correctly for you guys, making sure that it's what you guys like. Kylie did not like that I didn't take a single breath there. I can feel her staring at me from across the room. (laughs) Was I wrong? Nope. (laughs) I'm just judging you. What? If you can do it all in one breath, why take multiple breaths? I'm like Kevin from The Office. Why say big, big word, win, little word, do trick or whatever you say? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I think you have a career in um, reading the disclaimers at the end of commercials. <laughs> there you go. I always do those things. Chime Bank. <laughs> Is that what they're called? No, it's like one, oh. of, the, one of the ads that I hear all the time. Chime is... I um I always do those things when they pop up on my TikTok where it's like, could you read as fast as a news reporter or like, could you read this? Can you do this in the different accents and stuff? I'm really good at reading. Oh, you're fast. following like the teleprompter. Or yeah, I can yeah. do those so fucking easy. And it's funny because I sent them to a few friends that I thought that it was a normal thing to do, but I guess they're a little bit harder than I thought they were. But it's oh, do they show you like a teleprompter? Yeah, and you're supposed oh, to. Oh, I want to do that. Do I think I think they're that. so easy, but people are like, oh, I get stumbled up on my words. So I think what happens with you is that you don't actually read them; you're just reading. Like you're not comprehending what it's saying, and I think other people are comprehending and trying to do that quickly instead of just reading the words. Hmm. You know how like yeah. you have like the. But it's funny because I can't read this, but it's also because I wrote this and I'm too focused on the next <laughs> sentence. Yeah, that like that. I can't I can't read it if I know what I'm going to read. That's my struggle, I think. It makes me think of that test where you're where the color the word is the color oh, but the color the, is red and oh, you have it so changes, those it changes too. every time. Yeah, I can't. I I Yeah, we're like I, the word is yeah. red but it's written in blue ink and it's like what color do you see? You have to say, to say blue. Blue, but yeah. you say red by accident. I'm yes. those things too. I'm not, I'm, no. Mm-hmm. No. So remember, guys, we'll hope to see you next uh, week where if you remember, I fucked everything up. <laughs> so remember to subscribe, follow, tune in, keep up with us, and we're, we're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs>